Hi everybody, so I'm back with a new episode of my podcast. So the title of my podcast is Startups Africa Live. So that's like a really broad title. And I actually gave it this broad title because I want to keep the topic very broad and don't want to restrict myself to any specific topic, which actually might be helpful to define it more broadly. Maybe over time as the podcast develops, I will do that. Anyway, right now I'm in Ethiopia, so I will yeah, report some things out of my life. Actually, the last few days I had food poisoning. That's also why my podcast is a couple of days late. And there is this English saying, cook it, peel it, or leave it, if I remember correctly. Uh, I don't stick to that saying. I basically eat everything, um, salad, uncooked stuff, vegetables. If, the, if you can peel them or not, I don't care. So, and then it stuck me. I got food poisoned. Saturday was like really bad. I was like really weak. It was the entire day in the bed. So this is the reason why I'm a couple of days late. And another reason is because I applied at Y Combinator an accelerator in the US with one idea. So this podcast will be about two topics. Um, first about startups in Ethiopia and why I think they are important. And second about the idea I applied with at Y Combinator. So let's start right into the topic, startups in Ethiopia. So Ethiopia is a country in East Africa. And East Africa, I told already in previous podcasts, episodes, is the fastest growing uh, economical region in Africa. And Ethiopia is the fastest growing country in East Africa. So as a country and as a government, I think it's important to ask Okay, what can we do that our economy is growing fast? Because if the economy is growing fast, um, this will help to create jobs. It will redistribute wealth. On a side note, on my blog, I have books. And there's the book Capital of the 21st Century. And he's just talking about how economic growth benefits working people. So the question is, therefore, how to create a lot of economic growth and jobs. So because this will reduce poverty and help to push the entire country to a middle income country. So there are several strategies. And I think the way China did it and the way Ethiopia also tries to do it now is to create special trade zones. These zones give a lot of benefits to export, exporting industries, then they create jobs, and that's how foreign currencies come into the country and benefit the economy. Another way, another thing what China is obviously doing is investing a lot in foreign countries to create trade routes, which are essential, and to basically get the resources the country needs. 
So obviously Ethiopia cannot invest in foreign countries. That's too much at the point now. They need to invest in their own country. But they are already also doing... Uh, Ethiopia also has already special trade zones for foreign companies to invest and do export business there. And the third thing I think China is doing is really enabling the uh, startup community and uh, entrepreneurs to start startups in the in China. And um, that's something Ethiopia is really behind because startups and new companies are actually the companies, if, if we look at statistics, uh, the companies who create the most jobs. Then, of course, some startups, actually most of them, will fail, but a small percentage will create so many jobs that even though some startups fail, the net job creation is positive. And I think if we think about the entire thing in terms of only companies create new jobs, as companies don't survive for an infinite amount of time, they will end at some point. So that's why it's always also important to start new companies. And these new companies, looking at statistics, are actually the one who create most jobs. So that's why I think it's very important as an economy to create the best circumstances for entrepreneurs and young people and anybody basically to start a company. And right now in Ethiopia, actually, the startup ecosystem is very small. In the entire country, there are only, um, I think, 10 incubators or accelerators, and most of them are in high proximity in the capital in Addis Abeba. Ethiopia is actually the second biggest country in terms of population in Africa, but looking at the startup ecosystem, it looks very small. So there's a lot of potential here, and um, would be nice to see this potential to unfold in the future. So yeah, if we look at other successful economies and uh, we will find that most of them also offer very attractive opportunities to start companies and most of them are also very active in the startup ecosystem. So it doesn't take so many resources to create a good startup ecosystem. It, and takes, it takes the right framework the right incentives so that's what needs to be changed i guess and that's where also ethiopia can learn from countries like china for example i think ethiopia takes a similar growth approach like china but in terms of the pushing the startup ecosystem the entrepreneurial ecosystem they can do a lot in ethiopia or if we compare it to Germany, in Germany, most companies are small, medium-sized companies, so SMEs. Um, people often don't believe it, but more than 99% of the companies in Germany has, are SMEs. So Germany is popular for its big companies like car manufacturers, uh, chemical companies, and so forth. 
but what's actually having the significant impact on the economy as a whole are the SMEs in Germany and also Germany or Berlin is the startup city in Europe. So it's really also a startup hub place to go. So I think, yes, Ethiopia can encourage entrepreneurs to do more in its country because also looking at the population in Ethiopia, most people are young. Um, I think 40% are youth and more than two thirds are below 25. And all these young people at some point in their life, they need to find a job. But many of those are actually also interested to start their own thing. So encouraging them and give them the right frame, framework and they will start to create jobs. So I think that has a great potential. And if we create more incentives and a better framework, we can push the growth in Ethiopia even more. So I mentioned it before that Ethiopia has only 10 incubators slash accelerators. And I also mentioned that I actually applied at one accelerator. So let me explain what an accelerator is. So there are no defined meanings for accelerator or incubators. Uh, there can also be hybrids of these two forms. And since they are not really defined in a strict way, um, many different type, types exist. In a nutshell, these programs aim to foster entrepreneurship. So they have different activities or different resources, how they support people to start a business or to grow their business. So Y Combinator, the accelerator where I applied as one of the most successful accelerators in the world, located in Silicon Valley in the US. And um, they have a three months program where they, where they provide seed funding, I think up to 150,000 US dollars. But more important, in their three months program, they advise and give a lot of insights what is important to start your business or to accelerate your growth of your business. And they connect you to an entire network of entrepreneurs and investors. And they give you also a lot of deals from other companies, which will help you to analyze your data, if you're a data-driven business, or to get uh, necessary legal insights and so forth. So in a nutshell, all these resources provided by the accelerator will boost your knowledge, your resources, and with that, your chances for success. Um, y Combinator will take a small amount of equity of your business. Then if you are successful, that's how they make money. It's also possible to actually apply at Y Combinator as an NGO. But as you can imagine, since it's one of the most popular and successful accelerators in the world, it's also very hard to get in. So who knows if I get in. But even if I don't get in, I wanted to apply. It's like one thing I wanted to do in my life. So yes, at this point, I actually also want to tell you about the idea I applied with. So on a side note, 
it's actually not my own idea. I got the idea from a book I was reading, and um, the book is Creating a World Without Poverty from Yunus, Muhammad Yunus. So this is actually already the second book I'm telling you about in this podcast. And just to let you know, I have like a book section on my blog, 021.b, and you can find the book there. So the idea from Yunus was to create a social stock market because right now all the stock markets, they are profit driven. So investors can invest in a, in a stock and then they try to make a profit from that stock or a dividend. And Yunus idea or what he described in his book is to create a social stock market. So on this stock market, social entrepreneurs, social enterprises can list their shares from their companies and the companies have specific goals. For example, let's say maybe one company has the goal to develop a drug to cure cancer. Then investors who would be interested to uh, realize such a drug, maybe for personal reasons, could invest in this company. The difference to a normal stock market is that they don't get a return in terms of a dividend. So normally when an investor invests in a stock in a company, the investor will think, okay, how likely is this company to be very profitable in the future so that I can have also a high profit in the future. But when an investor invests in the social stock market, the investor is not thinking about profits in the future. The investor is thinking, okay, how likely is this company to really solve this issue, to really come up with a new drug to cure cancer, for example. And then maybe there are like five companies who are doing that on the stock market and the investor will invest in the company who he or she thinks is the most likely company to succeed. Yunus named this idea in his book, a social stock market, but I think maybe it could also be named an impact and innovation-driven stock market. Because what it's about is that investors or people who invest in companies, they, are, they don't have a one-dimensional interest in profits. People have different interests in innovation, in uh, some impact, in some change they basically want to see. And I believe in an economy, companies are actually one of the best vehicles to achieve such interests because you have all the effective incentives in a company to use the resources efficiently. So now if we take all these incentives plus a stock market where uh, investors can challenge their interests in a direction where they wanted to go, then this becomes kind of a game changer. The entire system is not so much anymore profit-driven, but impact-driven and innovation-driven. And that's much more intrinsically motivating. So also it will change the work environment and it could, be, could have a huge impact. So yeah, that was already the podcast. I talked a little bit about why I think startups are very much important. And to summarize it, 
many people believe, okay, we need to invest in big things. We need to have these big companies because the big companies will make the change. But looking at the economy as a whole, actually new created companies are those who create also most of the jobs. And that's why we have to focus on startups. So that was one point I made in this podcast. And then another point was, I was talking about the idea. I applied at an accelerator with, just wanted to get this idea out. If you have questions about it, please feel free to ask me. And yeah, I hope you guys are having a great time. Please also give me feedback if you have feedback or if you're interested in some specific topics, let me know and maybe I can do a podcast about it. Thank you very much and have a great week. Ciao, ciao.